Thanks for listening to Culture Proof. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And today we want to talk about what's going on in Israel. And we want to talk about how we might um, take an opportunity to not only pray for Israel, but to increase our kids' longing for eternity, to really talk to them about the last days and to talk to them about end times in a way that um, should not be frightening to them, but should actually be very encouraging to them. We have talked to our kids repeatedly about the fact that this is not our home, that we are going to spend eternity with (laughs) the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I would say this, Will the Great, I think one of the reasons that we have seen so many kids fall away way is because the faith has been detached from the reality that we're going to spend eternity with the Lord. Yeah. The priority has been this life, you know, and when the priority is this life, this is all you have to look forward to, you know, and, and even in in Christian homes, you you might think, well, no, we go to church and we, but how are we living in, are we living in light of this being, you know, our final place right here on earth? Or are we looking forward to heaven, to being with Jesus? Mm -hmm. And I think that that matters how we relay that to our children so that they can have the faith that we have, you know, and the the faith is in what Jesus has said, what the word of God has said, you know, and we have it right here that this is not the final resting place, that we are only pilgrims passing through. That's right. And so we want to have that conversation and hopefully this will be an encouragement to parents. Like we, you know, don't have to ignore headlines and we don't have to be afraid that our kids will be afraid. No, we can with great confidence point them to the fulfillment of Bible prophecy to show them that this great assurance that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have in his word and that already we've seen scripture fulfilled Mm -hmm. and there are still outstanding portions of scripture to be fulfilled. That's right. And so we want to encourage our kids in that. But before we get into our content for today, um, Will the Great, how yes. about a little culture proof housekeeping? Yes. Thank you for your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, and we just want you to share, continue to share the podcast. If it's something that is blessing you and you feel like, man, I'm getting some great information here. I'm, I'm being encouraged in the Lord. I'm being uh, strengthened in my faith. You know, uh, share with a friend, share with family. Uh, we would love for you to do that. Also, make sure that you comment. Uh, we we love the engagement uh, that you're commenting and that you're making your points and you're expressing what you're feeling as you listen to some of these stories and also give us a five star rating. We would really appreciate that. Yeah, you guys have been such an encouragement to us. I, I have to say that it has really, truly blown our minds. Yeah. Um, we are about um, a month and a half Man. into the relaunch <laughs> of. Um, a podcast that the Lord has put on our heart and a ministry that we believe the Lord has entrusted to us. And um, your display of support has been an incredible encouragement. And so we want to say thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you for everything that you're doing, um, including sharing the podcast and also supporting us financially. Um, So many of you have given one-time gifts and um, supported on a monthly basis that I'll just be honest with you, Um, It has encouraged us and it surprised us. Um, I I think I would say just how much you appreciate what we're doing. So so thank you. It means a lot. Um, You can learn more about what we're doing by going to cultureproof.net. That's cultureproof.net. We really do appreciate it. Um, Okay. As we get into content um, on Sunday after um, Israel came under attack and declared that they were at war on Saturday, on Sunday, Greg Laurie, Pastor Greg Laurie um, stood up and addressed his church Mm -hmm. regarding this. And I was looking for a way to sort of provide a backdrop for us to talk about the opportunities that we might have with our children. One of the things that concerns me, Will the Great, Mm -hmm. is that 
in the body of Christ, it seems that we kind of have like a pendulum swing back and forth where we are concerned with end times. We're not concerned with end times. Almost it's sort of like a generational thing. Mm. Well, the older people are talking about it and the younger people don't talk about it so much. Um, But I think we all need to be concerned about end times because the Bible doesn't leave us a middle ground that it's something that we can just ignore. That's right. And it's something that's coming soon. Mm -hmm. You know, we, our children, they need to know exactly what the word of God says about the end times. uh, So they don't have to make up in their minds, in their heads, you know, or hear something from someone else. The Bible lays it out. And so I I praise God for pastors like this, who will be able to stand up in front of the congregation and say, Hey, this is what we're looking at Mm -hmm. from the scripture, you know? And I think it's, it's very important that we know because that builds faith. It absolutely does. And we want to build faith in our children. We want to talk about the fact that the Lord Jesus is coming back, that we're going to spend eternity with him. Um, This is not something that the Bible keeps from us, right? This is not something that the Lord was like, well, I'm not going to let them know. No, the Lord wanted us to know. And furthermore, he wanted us to be encouraged. Like Mm. he wanted us to be looking up. And in fact, you know, I was thinking about what we'll title this video. And, you know, it, it just, I thought Israel is at war. Um, teach your kids to look up mm-hmm. like this is, you know, when we see all of these things wow. happening, yeah. let us teach our kids what it means to look up and that their redemption draws nigh. Mm-hmm. And for all of us who want our kids to put their hope in the Lord Jesus Christ, let's remember that we have, we have not asked them to come to a better life now. Mm-hmm. We've asked them to come to the savior of their soul. We've asked them to come to the one who alone provides for them an eternity reconciled with the one who made them. And so all of these current events we need to look at in light of eternity and in light of scripture. And I think that um, Greg Laurie will provide sort of a backdrop for us to be able to talk about what's going on in Israel and even find a way for us to communicate that to our kids. Here he is. Uh, yesterday morning and I was shocked to read the headline Israel is at war and this is near the anniversary of the last time Israel was officially at war in what is known as the Yom Kippur War back in 1973 when she was attacked by Egypt Syria and others but this was a different kind of war thousands of rockets rained on Israel from multiple directions, and Hamas gunmen invaded by land, sea, and sky. And hundreds of people have been murdered and kidnapped, and they were using what we might describe as ISIS-like methods, because they specifically targeted young women, young children. And they launched massive indiscriminate rocket fire towards civilian population centers, as well as a terrorist infiltration of cities and settlements close to the Gaza border. They went literally home to home, door to door, looking for the young and for the elderly. Some of the women they took as hostages literally were survivors of the Holocaust. And uh, when it's all said and done, and this number tragically will only get larger, there are 600 dead, 2,000 wounded, and this is simply without precedent, causing Prime Minister Uh, of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, to say we are now at war. Who is Hamas? They're a terrorist organization funded by Iran. That's not a secret. In fact, the leader of Hamas, a PR person from Hamas, came out and said, oh yes, this was funded by Iran. So this is something that's an established fact. And Iran has long stated their objective, which is to destroy Israel. In fact, uh, an Iranian leader celebrated the attacks 
putting out this message. We stand by the Palestinian fires until the liberation of Palestine in Jerusalem is completed. And Iran has also signaled that they are developing a nuclear weapon. In the past, they have threatened to, in their own verbiage, wipe Israel off the face of the map. Uh, one leader of Iran said, quote, is it possible for us to witness a world without America and Zionism? But you had best know that this slogan and this goal are altogether attainable and surely can be achieved uh, because the regime, regime that is occupying Jerusalem must be wiped off the map, end quote. Interesting how it always comes back to Jerusalem. The Bible predicted thousands of years ago that the end time events would revolve around Jerusalem. Not Irvine, <laughs> not Riverside, not San Francisco, not Los Angeles, not Moscow, not Paris, but Jerusalem, this tiny little city in this tiny sliver of land will play a key role in the events of the last days. It's I want to pause it right there because one of the points that I want to make, and then we'll pick up with Pastor Greg Gloria on the yeah. other side of this this commentary here, is that it's so important for our our we as parents, as Christians, that we connect our kids' heart to the bigger picture of what God is doing in the earth. I think sometimes we can have a very limited view and just sort of see like our American comforts. Um, we think about what we want for our kids. And so much of that revolves around, and look, the Lord considers the way that we're made, yeah. the fact that we dwell within boundaries. And and this is the extent usually of, you know, what we expect. Like I, I want to live in this country and, mm. and I want the success that this country has to offer. But I think it's so important. The point that he's making is that when we look at end time events and when we think about what is happening in the last days, um, that it revolves around Jerusalem, that Israel is important when we start talking about God's time clock, the counting down to the end of the age. And for far too long, I think what we have done is we've been sort of like functional scoffers mm. where we haven't wow. said verbally, oh, well, where is his return? You've been saying, you know, but we've lived like, where yeah, is his return? Living. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I was saying earlier and how we live. Do we live like we truly believe that Jesus is coming back and that it could be soon. It will be soon. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we don't want to be in a category of what Peter talks about. Those who scoff, you That's know, right. and mock and say, That's right. well, things haven't changed at the beginning, which is not true. That's right. <laughs> you know? Uh, and so it is important that we understand this and that, that we pass this on. And so as we look at this and we think about even to Pastor Greg Laurie's point, it's important for us to be able to look at where we see events happening mm -hmm. and understand that the Bible has already told us that these events would happen. Mm. And the Bible actually even gives us locations to tell us when and where, like mm. that these time at the end of the age, that we would start to see these things happening. And so when I say when, that's what I mean, pointing to the actual end. But I want to pick up and I, I want to let um, Pastor Laurie um, finish finish out his comments here, and then we'll come out and talk around that again. It's the focal point of end times events. It's amazing when you think about it, because in Zechariah 12, God says, I will make Jerusalem and Judah like an intoxicating drink to all the nearby nations that send their armies to besiege Jerusalem. On that day, I'll make Jerusalem a heavy stone, a burden for the world, and none of the nations who try will be able to lift it. The Bible tells us in the end times that Israel would be scattered and regathered. This has happened. 
You wanna talk about signs of the times, the super sign of the last days, and really the sign that sets the prophetic clock ticking is the regathering of the nation Israel into their homeland. On the heels of the Holocaust, who would have ever thought that these Jewish people who lost six million uh, of their people uh, to the Nazis would somehow regather in their homeland, but it happened against all odds. And on May 14th, 1948, Israel became a nation. I'm proud to say the United States was the first nation to acknowledge that. But God said she'll be regathered. And then the Lord said she would come under attack. And specifically in Ezekiel 37 and 38, the Bible speaks of the regathering of Israel. And then it speaks of a large force from her north attacking her. That force is identified as Magog. Who is Magog? Listen, no one can say with absolute certainty. But many, many Bible students and prophecy teachers believe it's modern day Russia. I think you can make a very good case for that. If you get out a map of the Middle East and look to the north of Israel, you will find Russia. Why would Russia ever want to invade Israel? Well, there's another thing the Bible says about Magog, if she is indeed Russia, and that one of her allies that will march with her is Persia. Persia is the ancient name for modern Iran. So the Bible predicted hundreds of years ago that this large force from the north of Israel would attack her after she was regathered and one of the allies that would attack Israel with Mother Russia or Magog, whoever it is, would be Iran or Persia. And I want to stop there just for a second. And one of the things I want to point out that Pastor Greg Laurie is doing, because I want this to be instructive and encouraging for parents, right? One of the things that you see Greg Glory doing is drawing the current events back to God's word yeah. and saying, yeah. we read about this. We have been told that this would happen. We have already, the Bible has already predicted when we have these kinds of conversations with our kids, it builds their confidence in God's word That's for right. the other promises that are contained therein. That's so right. when the Lord says that he will never leave them or forsake them, they can take that to the bank. When the Bible says that in Jesus Christ, there is the forgiveness forgiveness of their sin, that those who put their faith and their hope and their trust in the Lord for the forgiveness of their sin, that they have eternal life with the father, they can also trust that. So one of the things that I love again, mm -hmm. that pastor Laurie is doing here is that he's looking at these current events. I mean, look, we've got war in Israel and, yeah. and yeah. this is a real war. Yeah. Like this is, this is not, you know, retaliating against just some, you know, two bit like terrorists who have just, you know, they've levied an attack here. No, this was a calculated attack that some of the reports I was reading and the information, some of the things I was watching said that for over a year, they planned this attack, mm -hmm. that they had the kind of equipment that the Israelis didn't even know they had. Okay. So this is a wicked, this is a sinister attack and Israel is at war. When we communicate this to our children, they, they have a sense that something's going on. Right. 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 When we communicate this to our kids, but we also give them a comfort and a hope in the scriptures, we do several things. We don't just teach them about end times. Right. We also shore up their faith and their confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's that right. The one who said these things would happen and you see them happening also said that there are some things that will happen. Yeah. That we have not yet seen happen. Right. But they will 
And how do we have confidence in that? Because there are things that have already been fulfilled. So I love that Mm. Pastor Greg Laurie is tying in these current events and looking at what scripture says will happen. So I want to pick up and just kind of wrap up um, with the the commentary on this past Sunday coming from Pastor Greg Laurie. And then we'll move on because there's some other information that I think, man, you know, (laughs) there should be an excitement um, to not only pray for Israel, Pray for the Lord's people, right? But there should be an excitement that we see the fulfillment of Bible prophecy right before our eyes. This is happening. Okay, here's Pastor Lori again. It's only recently that the Iranians and the Russians have developed a special connection. Not once in the past 2,500 years has Russia formed a military alliance with Persia, Iran, but they have now signed a billion dollar deals Uh, to some missiles to Iran, and the Iranians have helped the Russians, providing them with uh, drones, weaponized drones to use in the Ukraine war. You probably heard about that. And uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu said of this, Iran and Russia are very disturbing to us. Iran supplying Russia with drones, Russia helping Iran with nuclear weapons. The only way to stop Iran is with a credible military threat. So how do you stop something like this? Literally, there are hostages from Israel, old women, little children, uh, young women, and soldiers as well, because these civilians were actually targeted in this attack. How do you deal with this? It's very tricky. Let's just say for the sake of a point that Israel decided to strike out at Iran, specifically, because they're funding all of this. What would that produce? Well, it could produce, it could produce a conflict we read about in Ezekiel where suddenly, because the Bible says that Magog will come against her will, the Bible describes hooks in her jaws pulling her forward, almost as though Magog is coming in reluctantly along with her ally, Persia or Iran. I'm not saying this is gonna lead to the Ezekiel 37, 38 scenario, but I'm saying it's very interesting. If you get up in the morning and read this headline, Russia attacks Israel, fasten your seatbelt. You're seeing Bible prophecy fulfilled in your lifetime, in real time, before your very eyes. So here, this is the type of video that we would show our kids. Yeah. And this is the kind of conversation that we would then take and point to what we see in Scripture And wouldn't just stop there. We'd also go to the New Testament, right? Where we have the Apostle Paul who talks about the end times and how we can expect that the dead in Christ will rise. And then we who are alive and remain Mm. will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air and be with him forever. Like this is so important for our kids to be able to make these connections. We shouldn't be afraid of what we see happening in Israel. Yeah, not at all. We shouldn't be afraid. We should be encouraged. And it should, should, uh, move us to share these scriptures with our children in videos like this and talk about this, you know, so they can have uh, these things on their minds as well so that they can pray and so that they can know, you know, what to expect even. And, you know, he referenced uh, Ezekiel 38 and that war. You know, one thing I will say, and I heard uh, someone, I think it was, uh, what's his name, Amir? Amir Safadi. Yeah, um, talk about the involvement of America. And uh, I do praise God that America has is standing with Israel. I think that's great, you know. Um, but there will be a time mm. when no nation will stand with Israel. 
And so we can deduce from that that, you know, maybe this is not that yet. Mm-hmm. But, man, we are right there. Like, we are close. We are closer than we've ever been, of My course. My goodness. You know, and we have to watch the things that are going on. I mean, look, to to have this threat, and we're going to play a clip. We, we actually have uh, some commentary on what's going on in Israel from Amir Safadi, who is... It, it, an Israeli, Mm -hmm. and um, is deeply connected to what is going on. He was actually uh, talking with Barry Stagner on his podcast, The Truth About God, and I thought his commentary was really compelling, and I thought it was an opportunity for us to know how to pray, Mm. to understand the times, to understand what's going on. But, you know, when we look at this, one of the things that really burdens our heart is that we would be able to rightly communicate to our children, and I hope that um, you would communicate this if you've got grandchildren, what is going on that we have a hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we see countries aligning themselves, knowing that eventually what's going to happen is that all the nations are going to align themselves against Israel. Mm. I mean, look, here's this is what the question has got to be. And, and we think about this in light yeah. of talking to our kids about the importance of Israel and what God did through this nation. Why do they matter so much? Hmm. Yes. Why? Why are they such a threat to nations around the world. Such a small Why piece, are they too. hated by so many people <laughs> yeah, for such yeah. a small piece of land? <laughs> what is it? What is it if it's not spiritual? Right, and our kids right. can understand this. They already have history that they can look at. They already have the scriptures that they can look at. So when they have this and they see this happening now, they can make connections that Bible prophecy is being fulfilled. This builds a hope and this builds a confidence in our kids that we want them to have. One of the things we did um, a few years ago with our kids was in looking at uh, second Peter um, chapter three, you know, in, in Peter's second letter, one of the things that he says is that the putting off of his body is soon. Right. And he says that the Lord has revealed this to him. He knows mm-hmm. he's about to die, but he also has this mandate that he's supposed to write something that we will have, mm-hmm. right. That the church will have forever. Yes. And, and, and as he gets into writing, he talks about what he had seen, that he was there on the mountain when he heard the voice speak to the Lord Jesus. Like he was there and he talks about how there's no prophecy that originates from man, right? That men wrote as they were carried along, that the Holy Spirit, in other words, the Holy Spirit is the author of this letter. Mm. The Holy Spirit is the author of scripture. Well, he goes on as he nears the end of his letter. And of course, as the Bible would later break it down, this is in chapter three. Um, The apostle Peter writes this, know first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mockings, following after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from Mm. the beginning of creation. Mm. Why is that important for us to point out to our kids? Because they're looking around and it just seems like generations continue to come and go, go, right? Like you've got people continuing to be born and people Mm -hmm. continuing to die. You know, you hear people say wars and rumors of wars. Well, there's just wars and we haven't seen the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I look, this is an opportunity for us to say, hey, listen, we are closer now than we have ever been. We are closer now. When you look at all of the things that are happening all around us, we can encourage our kids with this. They don't have to walk in fear. Now, again, as you continue on in scripture, for when they maintain this, it escapes their notice that by the word of God, the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and by water through which the world at that time was destroyed, being flooded with water. 
Now, look, let me say something. This is a side note. This is why it's so important for us to teach the Bible as it actually is. Because in the Old Testament, we learn that the earth was destroyed by water. People often call that Noah's flood. Okay. So in the New Testament, here we have the Apostle Peter saying, yeah, that happened. It wasn't a localized just in this area event. No, the world was deluged by water. Right. Why is that important? Because Peter says the second time it's going to be fire. Mm. So why do we talk to our kids about this? Because we want to compel them. Hey, come to the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not asking you to come to a new set of morals whereby you get to live a, a clean and happy life and event filled life here. No, we're saying come to the one who can save your soul. We're saying that this world is passing away, right? All that this world contains is passing away, that it is going to be destroyed. As the world that was was destroyed by water, this world is going to be destroyed by fire. We are closer to that than we have ever been. When we see all of these things happening, when we see Israel at war, and we see the likelihood that Russia will join in against them. Mm. I mean, the, these are the kinds of things that when you know your Bible— Right. When you know that God is trustworthy, these are the things that you will lean in on. And these are the things that you will teach to your children. I want to encourage you. There is something in our culture today that wants us to be disconnected, that wants us to be unaware. Maybe you could call it the spirit of this age. Yeah. But can I just remind you and can I just encourage you? The Lord has left us with a great hope in his return. The Lord wants us to anticipate his return. So when we see these things happening, we must be found teaching it to our children yeah. and making yeah. much of Jesus Christ. Don't be like the rest of the world. Again, this falls into the category of re resisting those cultural trends that rival the truth. And that is the way that we remain culture proof. Until next time, Lord willing. God bless.